Uh, next would be the old lady of the bunch. And let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, bullshit you not. I knew she had a drinking problem before oh, it even started. How? I could just tell by the way she was acting, just like an old lady like that. And the way she was just so animated and she was just going off. I was like, this lady has a drinking problem. Come to find out. They asked one of the ladies, hey, do you, do you think she has a drinking problem? Yeah. I do. Uh, <laughs> she Shannon, does. Shannon Bedore. That would be Shannon. Shannon, Bedore, Shannon Storms. Shannon Storms. I like her though. Yeah. I do like her. Okay. She has a porn star name, but I really like her. <laughs> Boy Meets Bravo. Yay, episode four. We, <laughs> I'm almost kind of shocked at us a little bit. Like, I, I mean, I knew that we were going to, like, obviously stick this out because we committed to it and we were, like, on board, but we've been consistent. Yeah. And, you know, I'm... I'm surprised, but please. I'm proud of us. I'm proud. Yes, we've gone from Salt Lake City to Atlanta to Dallas and kind of back again today. So we've been around the country. Which is nice in a time where we can't travel. Yes. I guess, like, if we can't go to the mountains, at least we can see them through the ladies of Salt Lake. Yeah, maybe this is our way to, like, circumvent all of the restrictions COVID has placed on us. Yeah, I'll take it. I, I know it's been filling a lot of the void. I'll say that. For sure. So, um, again, welcome. And our, to our news listeners, thanks for coming to hang out with us. So, every week, LP and I, self-proclaimed Bravo superfans, we do what we normally do. We watch lots of Bravo TV. All of it. Every week. Every week. Um, and with this show, we've convinced the boy, my fiance Desmond, to watch... Boy to watch alongside us and we get a total outsider's view of bravo nation and all the crazy that comes with it i gotta be honest it's been beyond insightful (laughs) it has really been such a joy to not only see it through the eyes of a first timer it's like watching a child you know what i mean kind of take its first steps learning to ride the bicycle all of these things like it's really just like a a really nice thing to be able to live it through fresh eyes and um i'm really excited it's desmond because i think he's got one of the funniest takes on what we watch because it is uh it's completely objective i'll say that i'm just honest i call it how i see it yeah do you feel like a budding toddler learning new things no this is nothing but hot mess (laughs) well how are we doing how's how's our week been where are we at I mean, I'm pretty good. I'm trying to, uh, as we talked about last week, to a little bit more time management, which, you know, whatever, working towards it. But I'm in the midst of my halfway packed. Uh, my life is a little bit, in, actually, I'm not even halfway packed. It still looks like I fully live in my home and I move in like four days. I mean, it'll happen. It has to. Shoot. So sure, that's fine. Well, I took our dog to doggy daycare last week and it changed my life. And now all I want to do is take him to doggy daycare, but I'm a poor. How'd he do? He actually was a little nervous and awkward. They have those webcams so you can like creep. On Absolutely. I've checked in on which, B before. Yeah, yeah, which I did. Um, and I mean, he was fine. He came home exhausted and that's the point. For sure. So that was lovely. 
Desmond, how's your week been? Yeah, nothing new, really. Same old, same old. Yeah. Getting along, all those little fun sayings. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nothing new. Well, I um, came home from working. work today and you were just watching Bravo, like just a natural. I didn't want to. I know. I'll be honest. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll catch, but today's not that day. No. Did you find any level of enjoyment in any of it? I mean, we'll get to that, but did you find it? Was there a nugget you can like? We'll get to that. Yeah. There's okay. there, out of the three things that you ladies uh, made me watch. There was one highlight. Okay. All right. Yeah, one. If we could take a glimmer of hope, I'm that's, so intrigued. that's better than no hope, which as as the eternal optimist, I'll take. <laughs> yes. Well, all right. We'll we'll start to jump into it because uh, on today's episode, we had the pleasure of introducing Desmond to his first Real Housewives reunion special experience. We dove in to our ladies of Orange County as they wrapped their season 15 i believe yeah finally this was the longest it was it was i i it well because it was in fact the longest season they started filming um around this time last year i think it was january and february they got a few episodes worth of content in and then boom the world went into lockdown so they had to do a lot of it through iphone footage through zoom footage through uh you know little kits that they were probably sending to the cast to help capture and like set up their ever-loving personals as we love to refer them as and um you know so it was long they probably had to extend the actual number of shoot weeks in order to accommodate that and scrapping for a bit of storyline in places i will be honest but we are finally to the end and we have immersed him into the screaming fit match that tends to be these reunion shows yes Mm, mm, mm. so after we jump into that we're gonna do a little bit of catch up also on uh and our queen jen shaw and the ladies of salt lake so uh We'll jump into all of that, I guess, so when the boy gives us his take. Okay, I'm ready. All right. Ladies, I came prepared today. Let's do it. I took notes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I sat down. Student. I took notes. So proud. I know. So, let's get to the shits. So, this... Uh, what do you call it? A reunion show? This reunion show, you know how they give you like the opening montage of clips and they'll show you like what the episode is going to be about? It started off with Andy telling some lady, hey, looks like you finally got your hair figured out. Oh, yeah, he did. Gina. <laughs> it was a little bit of a, it was like a lighthearted joke because she was like a bit of a mess. If you had seen her hair on the last season, the extension dye job combination was rough. And like it, she as she admitted to immediately thereafter, she was like, I got it together. And in my opinion, looked great. She looks great. I will give her one of the best dress lists. Okay. Well, before we even get to these ladies, that brought me to another topic. We didn't talk about this in pre-production. I love to freestyle on these things. Uh-oh. But just from watching this, I felt like Andy talks a little bit more slick when he's sitting on a stage full of white women. Because I feel like some of those comments he was saying to these women, he would not say like on the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Maybe I could be mistaken, but I felt like he was going in on these women. I mean, I don't know. I 
from my experience, I feel like Andy's pretty candid all the time. Yeah. Mm. I will give them that. I mean, it's, it is jarring. Cause you're like, Oh God, like, why would you, that's a little upfront, but like some of these things I, I couldn't imagine a black woman just sitting there and allowing this motherfucker to say that. Yeah. Well, when he's also making, giving you a hefty paycheck and making you famous and giving you other streams of revenue, you kind of tend to sit on that stage and, and take mm. some of the questions that are dished out because I'll say that to his, like his benefit and what makes him a true professional is that he really does treat everyone pretty much equally and, and does, and that's good to know, you man. know, does not hold back. I don't think in regards to, and I'll, you know, I think frankly has gotten a little bit more aggressive and messy in some of his questions as the years go on, but it's cause it's what the audience wants. And he can, and he can mm, see, I guess that's just where we differ because it's been to a point where I've gotten into, I wouldn't say arguments, but I've left companies before because of shit like that. I'm not going to be talked to any type of way. I don't care if you do write my checks. There's a certain level of respect that comes with being a professional. And sometimes I feel like Andy takes it too far. But hey, I'm a newbie just looking in. So let's get to the shit talking to these women. Okay. So let's get to this one lady who I can't stand. So I'm, I'm going to describe her the way I want. Okay. She has a booty chin. What? She has a booty chin. A booty for a chin. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Which one? Is- I think her name is Brahmin. Brahmin. <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about? Bronwyn. Yeah. Bra- Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. Bronwyn. Yeah. yeah. I literally spelled her name in my notes B R A H M I N. No idea. <laughs> the lesbian tomb raider. Oh, my. I mean, listen. She described herself like that, didn't she? She did. She yeah. said that was the look she was going for. She's faking full of shit. Oh, man. I don't like her. She's problematic in in some ways, yes. But the fact that you can just see that from one reunion show. Is- <laughs> from an hour. Yeah. Means yeah. that we've put probably at least 26 episodes, roughly, I guess, to form that opinion. And you took it in an hour. Full of shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like her. And next, uh, let's get to this lady I do like. I don't know her name, but she's she's like the adorable one of the group. She's like the girl next door looking. Um and she is my favorite of this season. You know how every season uh, we have a favorite? This girl is going to be my favorite. She calls it how it is. Uh, I, th- I think she was the one who got made fun of for having a small house. Gina. I like Gina. Yes, she's awesome. In our opinion, she won the season. She is great. She really, she had some of the best quips of the season. And I think part of why she's the best is because even though she's on the Real Housewives of Orange County, California, she's from New York. Mm, that's why she keeps it real. She's got that Long yeah. Island flavor for sure. Like Long it. Island Gina. Well, you got to see some of Long Island Gina when she was playing tennis this season. And uh, she's got a competition running through her veins. Mm, even, oh, I might like her even more. I'm going mm-hmm. to I'm gonna check that out. Uh, next would be the old lady of the bunch. And let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Bullshit you not. I knew she had a drinking problem before oh. it even started. How? I could just tell by the way she was acting, just like an old lady like that, and the way she was just so animated, and she was just going off. I was like, this lady has a drinking problem. Come to find out, they asked one of the other ladies, hey, do you do you think she has a drinking problem? Yeah. I do. Uh, she Shannon. does. Shannon Bador. That would be Shannon Bador. Shannon, Bador. Sh- Shannon Storms. Shannon Storms. I like her, though. 
Yeah. I do like her. Okay. She has a porn star name, but I really <laughs> like her. I'll give like she is in a bit of a pickle this season because all of her friends basically got the boot last season and as a very codependent person, she's been struggling to kind of find her place and she's also petrified and paranoid about COVID. As yeah. she mm, might rightfully she be, yeah. but like it's uh it it has definitely it's definitely I think driven a wedge in ways. You know who else I like? I like this lady who, if Olivia Benson and Khloe Kardashian had a baby, I like this girl. What's her name? Emily is it, Simpson. Yeah, is that Emily? I don't know. She have long brown hair? Yes. The red dress. I like Emily. Yeah. Emily keeps it real, too. She and does. She's friends with uh, the adorable girl, Gina. Yeah. Yeah. So I do like her. Uh, the newbie of the group, I think she said the the house the newbie housewife. Yes, what's Elizabeth her name? Vargas. She comes from money. No, actually, she is very rich now. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Yeah, she, she comes was in from cult. more humble backgrounds, but then but you wouldn't know she married a billionaire and had a very sketch storyline, seemingly as she like couldn't disclose anything about the divorce, but me just wanted to know everything. I remember that. How about you, ladies, mind your damn business? <laughs> She's getting her money the way she needs to, and everyone wants to figure out her story. Yeah, shit, worry about your own story. Your girl Bronwyn actually like. Like super snooped into Elizabeth. Oh, less stories. Let's talk about it. I loved when. Uh, okay, this next girl. I don't know her name, but from this picture I'm looking at now, she gives me like uh, uh, Alicia Dushku vibes. What's her name? Oh, Kelly Dodd. I like her because I, if I believe I'm correct, I think she's the one who said Bronwyn had. Uh, she was a fake drug addict. Yeah. Yo, that shit had me weak, and I <laughs> loved it because she was like, "Well, you know." Didn't you have a kid and it was kind of easy to like win yourself off and now you're pretending to be an addict? She's like, fuck you. And she's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> oh, it was good. That, moment that was my hot. highlight. That, that was my got highlight. Hot. And like, I mean, Gina and Emily have gone with Bronwyn to her AA meetings and I think stand for her to say, like, no, like this woman is genuine, I think, about her struggles with alcohol and you know, for the, it's clear she's got a narcissism problem and she's got issues in other ways, but like she's fighting her demons in, in unfortunate ways, but it's uh, it's real. Okay, sure. Kelly uh, has no tolerance for it though. Zero. Uh, that, that's why I like her. Yeah. Gosh, I love that you loved this reunion. It was it was all messy. It was. That's How did it end? I feel like something big is gonna happen. Oh man, the the preview for the next. I'm sure it's like a three part reunion, probably right. I would assume. So. Um, but the preview, we're, we're at that point now. The preview for the next one, they're you know they're screaming at each other. Kelly Dodd, the one you said reminds you of Eliza Dushku, mm-hmm. says that she's black. I saw that shit. That bitch. That woman is not black. No way. She had the nerve to say, I'm black. Where? Did that gets all the ladies? Not, well, who, we're who almost, we wait till the next episode because apparently we, we get to a point where um, Shannon Storms says something along the lines of, my daughter Ooh. told me that you offered her some substance, meaning um, Bronwyn, and it, it, it's about That's to how drop. it ended. Yeah. Yes. That's how it ended. Yeah. Oh, and my. And Bronwyn did not. She was like, she's yeah. like, it happened. It happened, and she walked off stage saying, I can't believe I did that to a child. Bronwyn's a piece of I shit. I can't wait to see the next episode. Yeah, she said something along the lines of, if you want the good stuff, or when you want the good yeah, stuff. text me. Text me. Yeah. 
to a 14-year-old? Crazy, crazy. So I think that was definitely a bottom for her, I would imagine, and like continues to be. Mm-hmm. So, well... Thank you. Yeah, no problem. I mean, all right, so it begs the question. We got a couple of questions. It always walks away from the reunion with a couple of key questions. Hit me. Best dressed. <sighs> oh, that's tough. Let me look at these ladies again. Let's see who was killing it that day. You know what? I, I feel like um, Chloe Benson... I feel like she was wearing a nice, I think it was like a reddish pink dress. She was. She looked great. Her hair, her makeup, her dress. She was definitely best dressed for me, too, I think. Her and Gina. Gina came in looking hot, but Emily was top. Gina's hair did look good. Yeah. You know, but Andy didn't have to make that comment with his messy ass. Both Gina and um, Emily. And this is not to say that this makes you beautiful, but they both lost some weight since filming. And they just, and plus, like, when. She had her silicone taken out. She, she did. did, which which helps with with the weight loss, I'm yeah. sure. Um, but they both just like were like felt they felt you could tell they like held themselves up a little bit differently. I think Emily does in general this season. Like yeah. first season, her and her husband were definitely having some issues. Like they weren't communicating well. It was leading to some strife. And this season, they seem to have kind of figured out their communication stuff. They seem in a better place. She seems happier. She seems like she's like working out, eating well. She just like, she looked good. She was glowing from the inside out kind of thing. Yeah. It seemed like everything was, took a little turn for both of them, actually, in in a good way. I've seen a lot of different footwear uh, in these three episodes. Mm -hmm. Like I saw a lady in that real, the Salt Lake City one. Yeah. What do you call it? Rahaslik. Rushlik. Yeah, exactly. Rushlik. It's like Russian. <laughs> yeah. But no, um, there's a lady in there who had like these like coochie high boots, like red boots. You know, you know who I'm talking Lisa, about? And when she was golfing. I like yes. Lisa. Yeah. I like so Lisa. since we're on Salt Lake City, like catch us up. What what did you watch? Oh, to catch well, up? Because you're caught up now. Let me get up my notes. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, it started off with this new lady, Sarah. Sarah. Sarah? Sarah. She, she's like a friend. She said she's a friend of all oh, of the Oh, yes. Yes. She was the lady that came in kind of drunk to Jen Meredith's party. Oh, and was like, Trump. happy birthday. I knew it. She's, she's a piece of shit. She was at the Capitol. You know what she said? She was at the Capitol? That's the one, yeah. Did she get arrested? Oh, my God. I, no, I don't think so. But I don't think like, she was an insurrectionist, but she was at the Capitol. That means she was an insurrectionist. Yeah. She, she was posted on her Instagram story like that she was there. Terror. Okay. All right, Sarah. She she laughed. Like uh some lady came over. I forgot which one, the blonde that I don't really like. Whitney. Yeah, she said uh she stepped on her floor mat that she had in the kitchen. And Sarah was like, Haha, I bought this for my mates uh, to make them feel comfortable when they do the dishes. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck out of here, you bought that for yourself. You just don't want to feel like you're cheap right? with that shit in your house. Which those actually are great. My mom has one and they're phenomenal. Who doesn't? Yeah. We all have them. Um Heather, she looked good this episode. I'm starting to like her more and more. It started off a little rough. Um, and to be honest, this episode, it didn't fully sell me on her. But just being that she is Team Jen all the way, I do like her. She just makes the wrong move sometimes. Heather? Yeah. Um, like, well, let's get into it. It was the episode with Jen's husband's surprise party. Yeah. Right. And that is when... What's, what's the bond chick I don't like? Whitney. Whitney. That's when Whitney decided to cause all this drama for no reason. 
She was very drunk. Not that that's an excuse. I'm not making that's not an yeah, excuse. Yeah, no doubt, that's no it. That's like just she was wasted and should not have been having that conversation at a man's birthday party. Like it was her friend's husband. Like that should not have happened. But well, going back to Jen, I, I feel like she did play some type of role in that. Being being that she's supposed to be good friends with Jen, if I knew that somebody was trying to set up a good friend of mine to even like have a conversation or to ambush me on some bullshit I wasn't prepared for. Sure. I I would tell my friend and I'd expect my friend to tell me. So I was disappointed that Heather did that. She, she like came out from the wing, try to play it off. Like she didn't know that they were talking about what they're talking about. You can't do that. You're, that that's not a good friend, but. Um, and then she did run off to the side. She was like, I can't be a part of this when things really started going down. And yeah. my favorite, I could not stop saying this when we were watching it last night. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of her. I'm not afraid of her. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Loved it. And then she met with, um, what's the blonde she called? Like? Whitney. 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 Sorry. <laughs> when she met, Heather met with Whitney the next day and Heather told her that she did nothing wrong. Yeah, that was, I mean, when clearly Whitney was in the wrong, when clearly Whitney was in the wrong. First of all, if you wanted to talk to Jen about some gossip that you heard, that's BS anyway. You shouldn't be gossiping if that's not really your close friend like that. If it was Heather coming to her, say, hey, Mary told me this, it'd be different. But coming from you, you shouldn't have waited till this big occasion to do it. I don't feel like she did it intentionally. I just feel like she's an airhead, to be honest. Mm -hmm. She just didn't really think all the way through that. Like she just like kind of acted a little. In the way she uh, like holds her mouth open, like when she's talking, you you never (laughs) notice that when she's on camera. Sometimes her mouth would just be wide open. She's a doofus. Uh, Yeah, she's a doofus. I think she's a beautiful doofus, and I don't think she's actually a doofus. I just like that phrase. Okay, that's that's good for you. Well, Whitney should not have been stirring the pot in the kitchen while she was that drunk, as. Of someone who knows what it's like to nearly set the kitchen on fire when you're drinking while you're cooking, like yeah. not a good idea. Well, let's hop further into that with uh, when we get back with tea time. Tea time. Welcome back. It is tea time. What are we sipping on? A bang energy drink. Yes, you are. Your favorite drink. Oh, my bad. Go ahead. Well, be honest, you know, not all the time. We can't drink all tea all the time. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Drizzy. <laughs> for all those Drizzy fans listening in. We got, I bet, I bet there's a couple. This is the pod for them. Hey, I'm the boy. You are? Yeah, it's true. I was the boy before the boy. Oh. <laughs> I was the boy before the boy. I wish the viewers could see how serious he is <laughs> in, in saying this. Sorry, always gets us off on a good tangent. Sure. Welcome back. Well, we are going to talk a little bit about one of the most anticipated parts of a Bravo season, the reunion show. Yes. It is a unicorn of its own, yeah. you know? There's nothing like it. There really isn't. Like, I know that there have been reunion shows, I think, on probably other shows historically, right? Yeah. Pre-Bravo, that predated Bravo. Yeah, but definitely thinking, like, MTV, Real World, 
the challenge. When did they start doing Bachelorette and Bachelor stuff? Reunion? Didn't they, do, didn't they make them like come to the, I don't watch that programming. Honestly, didn't I, they do like final rosing sort of stuff where they got together and like yucked up about the season? I only know the most recent years. Anyways, it just brings a whole cap on the season. You put the ladies all in the same room. They have to hash out the things that they've been saying behind each other's backs all season. That's one of my favorite parts. Like what you like, Desmond, when like the receipts come out and the editors roll back the footage when somebody's like, I never said that. And then it's like, skr, skr, skr. here it is. That's my favorite. It's a debate. And when they timestamp it, like yeah. when they timestamp it, they're like 20 minutes ago is my <laughs> absolute favorite. Yes. But I mean, we'll talk about the bringing the receipts. We're talking about reunion specials and some of the best that we've ever seen. Some of the classics you can't not acknowledge Monique and her book of receipts. I have never seen that level of pettiness. She literally printed out a binder and had them tabbed off by cast members with text messages, uh, bad information, evidence, damning evidence galore to basically pull out on any of these women in case they brought something against her. She's a nut though, but my type of girl. Well, she left the show, so we won't unfortunately get to see that level of receiptage in a long time, but... That binder was impressive to look at, but we didn't get to see much of it. We saw nothing. I would love, can we see, it was probably like uh, just a full of empty pages, I'm sure. There's like a lot, it was bulked up, but I would love to see what was inside Monique's book of receipts. Yeah. Would have been nice. Yeah. I mean, we love a Bravo reunion. We love the Housewives reunions. We, we love a Below Deck reunion. We love a Vanderpump reunion. I... Don't love a below deck reunion. Okay, I love them because I love all the things, but I hear you. They're the least eventful of all. Who really cares? Because, like, we don't. So, you know how in OC, the reunion you watched, Desmond, when everybody was like fully dressed up, like floor length gowns, they had a whole set for them. The below deck reunions are all on just Andy's show, Watch What Happens Live. <laughs> so, it's just not as exciting. They're not bringing in enough money. I mean, it might be true. Um, I find me a fan not of Blow Deck. Actually, there's a lot. Don't raise your you hand. You don't yet. know. We haven't gotten you into it yet. We'll get you there. Well, it's amazing Kiko. how reunions have evolved through, shout out to Kiko, <laughs> through the years. Like, I was watching some old footage of one of the first Jersey Housewives where they're on that, like, checkered, lacquered floor. Ugh. And those big, I think pink or maybe blue couches. And everyone's, like, dressed in tea dresses or, like, business attire. I mean, still looking great. But things have evolved for sure as far as outfits, as far as cameras and sound even people's makeup and now they're socially distanced and now they're socially distanced yeah so let me let me tell you or let me ask you like what is one of your favorite reunion moments like in the history of bravo one that stands out to me is one of my favorite franchises new jersey when Teresa literally handles andy to try and get to danielle Staub. Oh, that's so great. I mean, one of my favorite moments of all Bravo television is when Teresa flips the table. So I love a Teresa moment, no doubt. Um, I, what sticks out to me, I mean, Kenya and anytime there's a fight, like Kenya and Portia's physical altercation, we showed that to you earlier today. 
That was great. She got dragged to the ground. Andy had to run over and try and like pull them apart. Cynthia's breast is exposed. <laughs> I miss that. You miss that. We got to run that back. Yeah. <laughs> Cynthia gets her breast ex- exposed in the scuffle as I believe it is uh, Portia lurches for Kenya because Kenya has a big ass megaphone that she's been berating and yelling at. And like we started talking a bit Agitator. about. Yeah. She deserved. Yeah. She deserved it. I only saw two seconds of the clip, but I'm not going to let somebody just scream in my ear at the megaphone. No way. Like, I feel, I hope Portia didn't catch any charges from that. Because if anybody should have caught any charges. Wouldn't be her first time. Charges. Probably won't be her last. You know, she put up, you know, she got arrested in Kentucky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But those yeah, are for, for good sure. Reasons. Good reasons. Yeah. But yeah, I feel like there should be some type of agitator charge. If you're doing that shit and I just happen to you know, in the heat of the moment, just punch you in your mouth. I should be able to get off with that. Don't they have like the heat of the moment crimes where people get off with murder and stuff like that? I don't know about murder, but I think that's what happened with Monique. Like Monique snatched up Candace and the courts essentially dropped that case because they, at least from what Monique said, they saw the footage and Monique was not in the wrong. She, right? but they believed that it was reality show fodder and that it basically didn't deserve the time of the court in the end. But oh, because that. it was because because of the degree of provoking and pro- or provocation that was going on by Candace, when they play back that footage, it was like, drag me, drag me, drag me, flipping her hair. And she finally does grab it and drag her. It was un- like, you should, that should not have happened. Like, especially when four grown men producers and your entire cast is surrounding you trying to pull you up like it should did i see that one monique no we'll have to show you that what uh, what no, city no, no. is that i think you did it was potomac they were out wine tasting and yes i did see that somebody was wearing a yellow dress that day that was a reunion yeah yeah so they showed the clip yeah the i'm yeah. good i'm good with the outfits see? now yes you are i know when the lady they all looks were wearing, wearing shades of yellow or the same shade yeah. of yellow but varying yes yeah. Another great reunion moment for me is uh, a classic. Close your legs to married men. Me, me, Leaks, coming in hot with the honest truth about Kim Zolciak, now Beerman, at the time Kim Zolciak, and her relationship with Big Papa, who was, in fact, a married man. There was a guy on the show named Big Papa. That was his code name. He never was shown on camera, never heard his voice, but he would buy her things and pay for things. And supposedly he was married. And so it was supposedly well, I got married something to tell you. I'm Big Papa. Oh. Ah! <laughs> Big reveal here on Boy Meets I had to tell time to let y'all know. Can I'm we Big go Papa. To an Escalade dealership then? <laughs> yeah, she did get an Escalade out of him. Nah, chill, that chill, chill. Funny. I love one. that one. That was a good one. Close your legs to married men. Yeah. On oh, Jesus jugs. Yeah. Can't forget Jesus jugs. So what? So you just who watched- has Jesus jugs? <laughs> I, Lord, you know my heart, but I need to see those. So, you, so you watch the OC reunion and. In previous seasons, one of like the OG OC ladies, her name was Tamara, and she was like a crazy firecracker. And there was another housewife named Alexis who was like a Christian, and that was like part of her whole storyline. And Tamara was angry at Alexis and yelled at her in a reunion and called her Jesus jugs because she had big boobs also. But 
Hey, but big boobs. He's Googling. Gotta Google. Fair enough. Jesus, Jesus, Jugs. Yeah, that was, that was rough. I will say, just because we're going to talk, you know, OC and we, we watched that, I, I miss Tamara. I liked her even at the very end. Like, Vicky couldn't go. Sure. sure. Vicky's time was done on the show. Yeah. Done I, and done. I think she Tam- is, I think she is the OG. So, like, we'll give her, like, First of the first, one of the original Housewives that ever was of the entire show of all the franchises, the first cast member. And she lasted a long time. She did. She even went from friend and then back to... Back to cast member, back to friend. And I, but it was time for her to go. And I think most of America would agree (laughs) with that one. But I do, Tamara, I thought, brought a level of spice that is she at least was Shannon's kind of little codependent friend. She could manage Shannon. Shannon, I think needs like somebody to go through all this, these experiences with someone to ride to the events with and someone to like talk shit about the other women with. Did you see Jesus? I'm disappointed. (laughs) Those aren't Jesus jokes. (laughs) How dare they? Sorry. Well, let's talk about the the women this season. Then we we were talking about Shannon, how like, you know, codependent she is, a little emotionally unstable. Like the fact that she's so in love with what's his name, John, John Jansen, John Jansen, and he's he seems great, but like she is like terrified of of losing him. But I feel like she like is a stage five cleaner. Well, that and she was being quite aggressive and like about the COVID stuff because he has kids, she has kids. They were being as teenagers are and getting in and out of the house um, it throughout kind of part of COVID. And she like banned his kids from the house. So he left too. Like, I think she was dry, drawing some lines in the sand that draw, also drew some wedges between them because she was being a little hypersensitive to, I mean, she has apparently some, um, some lung issues so I think that there was some right in how fearful she was but also did what she didn't want it to do which was kind of push him away a little bit it seems so on a COVID um inspired tangent Kelly who was anti-COVID who thought it was a hoax who thought it was some sort of weird political stunt who showed me that she's a Trumper without saying I love Donald Trump on TV well, I think her rhetoric speaks for itself. Right. And so does her choice of attire, like her hat, her like... Drunk wives matter. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard that. How dare she? Yeah. Yeah. Drunk she got a hat matter. as a part of an, enga- as an engagement present, I believe. Um, why that is something you would wear around, I don't know. Yeah. But... I don't know. Kelly, this whole season, I didn't think she brought much to the table. She tried to stir some things, but she was also, I think, also super in love with her now husband and was off trying to spend as much time getting busy with him as we can tell. They talk, she's talks endlessly about their great sex life. Yeah, it's really weird, actually. I would rather not. No. They filmed themselves in bed and put that on national intelligence. Like not at, yeah, it was like post coitus. It was clearly post coitus. And they were uh rummaging around in the sheets. But speaking of people who didn't rummage around in the sheets, Elizabeth Vargas, the new girl. <laughs> That's an amazing transition. She apparently so you know she couldn't talk about her divorce, but she was dating this guy and they weren't having sex because she wasn't officially divorced. Yet. Jimmy. Jimmy. Who, poor guy, I kind of felt bad for him when she started crying at the reunion because he 
clearly they had some issues because of all the stuff she talked about on the show. And he is probably like John, but to a higher extent, because he seems way more introverted. Right. Um, but he was not having it. And it, it seemed to me from the way that she reacted that there were some issues. Yeah, absolutely. Which you sympathized with because you, I hate to see that spotlight really kind of come in between people but at the same time you know what you signed up for lady like that's what I was kind of like all right you know um Shannon has been on this show and this is her first real relationship I think post marriage post getting a divorce on the show so she hadn't gone through I don't think like the dating process with that necessarily level of exposure and I mean Elizabeth like you don't want to talk about your divorce to this billionaire you don't want to talk about your boyfriend you don't want to talk about all these things what were you expecting to talk about I also think that Elizabeth brought up the fact that they don't sleep together she did she would bring up all these things and be like I can't talk about it I'm under NDA and cannot speak to that at this point (laughs) but like then would talk about it that's weird I Elizabeth is weird to me and I know she grew up in a cult so like that probably has some level of yeah yikes yeah has some level of like impact on her th- way of thinking oh damn right yeah she's oh, there's something not fully right about mm-hmm. she's trying to like piece together bits of herself through like money and status and she talks about how she did not have very good girlfriends in the past they would always like use her for her private jets and things so I think she's really still oh she gay out. no. No, oh. like girlfriends, friends that are. Oh, close. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but I think that she just still doesn't really know who she is, honestly. Yeah. From what I see on TV, which, you know, whatever. I can see that. And I, you know, what a way to find it out on Real Housewives of Orange County. Yeah. So, Desmond, you said that you like Gina a lot. Would you classify her for you as like the queen of OC? Yeah, no doubt. Okay. She's the only one who seems to be genuine and honest. Everyone else is pretty much messy. I haven't seen any of the episodes. I'm only going off the reunion, but she's the only one who spoke her mind um, and she didn't hold back. And I feel like that's probably what she did the entire season. So yes, I do like Gina Kirshner. Yes, close. <laughs> what did you say? Kirsten Yar. Isn't that right? That's her last name. Kirsch, Kirschner? What is it? Has? I don't know what her last name is, but it's something Kirschenheider. Like sure. Ooh, sure. ma'am. I bet she's German. Or married a German. I truly couldn't tell you. Yeah, I think that's her married name. So from a queen of OC to the queen of Salt Lake City. Jen. Hold on. We skipped right over Bronwyn. Oh, damn it. Oh, booty chin. (laughs) I don't like her. I'm sorry. I'm going to talk about it. I I can't stand her. She, good for her, cleaned up her act, got sober, or seems to be doing that. And, but on the other end, has picked up a new hobby of getting up in people's business, Googling them. In a mean girl way. In a mean girl way. Trying to find out what their level of debt is. Like, where. Do Do you know how nasty? Nasty it is to get a title search done on somebody. That means you're running their property records. That goes back to that if you have any liens on your property. So if you have an IRS lien, they can say how much you owe to the to the fucking government. She's she's the she worst. Said it like it was nothing. I just got a title. Yeah, I just got a title. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I just got a title search. And then fake drug. Well, out. 
I talked to my friend who happens to be traveling the world with your ex-husband and his fiance. Like, what? You just happen to my ass. Like, no, you are there, there is there's reaching. It's you she has found a new hobby, and unfortunately, it's a mean one. And she did not look good. And I hate her earrings. Her earrings would have been cute had it not looked like they were like stabbing through and forcing her ears to bend upward. I was like, if you're going to go that way, then make sure that they're like bent properly to fit in your ears. Desmond, I don't think that you see this in the reunion. They're probably going to talk about it more in the next episode. But Bronwyn is married. She's got seven kids, but she also came out as a lesbian this year. And now she has a girlfriend and she's still married to her husband. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What? Yeah. What lesbian in their right mind? I'm not gay, but what lesbian in their right mind would want to get involved in all that drama? Seven kids and with somebody who's married and somebody who might not, you know, I don't know how the gay thing works, but who might not, you know, be gay. I'm not the one to question that. But all of a sudden. Like that lesbian that she's dating is taking a hell of a risk. That's a fair fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fair fact. And has zero intent of actually getting a divorce. She's saying she and Sean, her husband, want to stay married, continue raising their family together. I assume in the same home. I don't no. know. And then she is free to date. But she doesn't want him. But she doesn't want him if she said it would devastate her if he fell in love. But like she's off there. What did he say to that? I We didn't hear. There was no Sean. Probably said some suck ass shit. Like, yeah, okay. He seems to be on board for all of this. He will find out in the next segment of the reunion. He comes out and they address that. But um, it's he seems to be on board to a degree. I can't imagine that that lasts long. They both seem very fame hungry. That was Mm, drawn an apparent line, and so maybe that's part of it. and that's just the joy of staying with it and sticking to it offer a minor some alcohol, y'all. Yeah, not alcohol. We think it's like hard drugs. Get out of here. Yeah. No, that was the conclusion drawn by, I think, some people. I don't know. that. OK, so let's break down her words. Anybody have it? Like what she said, anybody have the, the text? I believe that it's not a text. She saw her in person. They were at a party. She walked past Shannon's daughter, Stella, who at the time was 14, and said something very close to, if you ever need the good stuff or want the good stuff, you can text me. And then kind of walked away. And it was at a party? It was at a party. It's like a beach party. At a beach party at a social event that they were all at. So it was like uh, adults and teenagers. Yeah, assumingly, like probably parents and their kids. Okay, so just my opinion, I don't want to stick up for her because I don't like her at all. But in that situation, I'm leaning more towards alcohol. If it's adults and teenagers at a function, you know, the kids are going to be sneaking off trying to get a little nip of something. And I'm sure she knew that. So when she said the good stuff, I'm thinking she meant alcohol. If not... I can't wait to find out because Bronwyn got visibly upset in a guilty way and said either way is horrible she basically acknowledged it on camera and walked off camera and was 
visibly upset, audibly upset about having done that to a child. Oh yeah. Uh, the mom, uh, she owes the mom five minutes <laughs> for real. Five minutes in the closet. Well, Shannon was for whatever reason, going to keep that in her back pocket. I saw that. She was like, you know, if she talks about this today, yeah. I'm going to have to bring this out. Bitch, what? Yeah. Like that seems like something I would address. And you got to think about it. She was probably scared too. That's why she didn't want to bring it up. Yeah. She's, she's probably what in her fifties. She can't fight like she used to. <laughs> so, yeah, so Apparently, she had to wait to the right time to bring this shit up to Brown because if she can't bring it up to her on the street, Brown, you know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Brown's a little scrawny thing. <laughs> so Bronwyn, ugh, I, I mean, well, she's definitely here for seasons to come. We'll see how that one plays out. All right, well, you also got caught up this week on... Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. <laughs> I got caught up on the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I got to see my girl Jen again. I was pleased about that. So she had some moments. She had some fiery moments this season. I think these past episodes. two episodes that I watched were pretty much about her, which yeah. is good. I like her. I like her storyline. So she threw her husband a surprise birthday party. And great uh, woman. Great woman. Yes. Surprise, Surprise party. 50th birthday party. And he looked good. It was a hip hop golf party. He did party. look good. He had a nice little Adidas tracksuit on. Yes. Uh, he had a bunch of his friends there and people from his past. So it was really like a lovely, lovely event for them. Looked like they were at like some sort of top golf situation. Family there, all that. And like Whitney brought the mess and Jen Ooh. lost it. Mm. She crazy in the best way. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of what's her name? Whitney. Whitney, why would you why would you do that shit? Honestly, if you had a problem with someone that you considered a friend, you wait until the night of a big event to bring it up. Again, I don't want to repeat myself, but it's just stupid of you. It's it wasn't the right move. I don't appreciate you doing that to Jen or her husband. They're good people. They are. husband's girl. Yeah, he hates to see Jen down. And we did see Jen down. I mean, we saw Jen lose it a couple times, right? We saw her lose it at the party. She threw the glass because Whitney was just like, every time she turned, Whitney was like dropping another rumor. Well, Mary Cosby said this and they don't, they're scared of you. And then like- Rightfully so though. I think, I think Jen rightfully threw- tantrums these past two episodes i splashing the cameras disagree classic whoa Ooh. whoa whoa give us your whoa. take girl i think that jen needs to like bring that mic closer we about to get into it chill and i don't i think that jen is allowed to be upset about what happened but the way she reacts to things is disproportionate to what is actually happening no way it's great for tv no way. to see it but it's too much brianna if if there's a lady in your face starting shit and you get so upset, you throw a glass. That's a, the, the glass should not have been. She was very. No, but the, but but the thing is, you, you can't tell somebody how to react to something. She got upset. So instead of punching Whitney in the face like she should have, she threw a glass. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. The, the, the one thing that you possibly could defend is her splashing the camera when she was in the hot tub. I will, but I loved it. <laughs> it was great. It was great. Come on. I, I love just, moments like I that. The, the producer literally goes, 
Why did you splash the camera? <laughs> I love Don't it. you get for filming me in the tub? <laughs> I beautiful. That was also ridiculous, but I like truly loved it at that moment. Yeah. And also when Whitney went in to the tub to hug her and she did not, it was very apparent from yeah, her face, I'm did not want to be touched. Yeah. That was but, but it led to a beautiful moment. It really did. We watched a beautiful moment between Jen and her husband. And like they really connected over why. You know, she reacted that way, why she got so heated, because in the end, her feelings were deeply hurt because he had been on the road a bunch for work as a football coach and she had lost her father. She needed her husband there. She needed her man there, like by her side. She was a little bit, I think, lost. And well, we know that it all stems that. from something. Yes. Yeah. And that was helpful to see. Um, but I still think that she was too wild. Chill, chill for public also even though i do have a big gen bias so anybody not on her side i'm pretty much against but i am starting to give these ladies a full chance and not just look at their flaws for not approving gen the way they should you know so i'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the storyline of maggie q and jennifer gardner okay meredith and lisa yes i feel like that friendship could it could be good. You know, it can give you a nice little storyline. I don't like uh, that that they talk to Mary, Catherine, Ann, or even if they did, because she could be lying. I don't know yet. That is very interesting. So <laughs> Mary, Catherine, Ann. What's her name? Mary M. Cosby. Oh, it's close. Come yes. on. Yes. So we got to see, like, well, really the only thing we see in her house is her closet. Mm. And where you have to take your shoes off and put footies on when you enter her home. Yeah, that was another thing. She, but she can wear shoes in her home. Do yeah. you? Who do you want to bet who gets taken down for some level of like tax evasion or fraud? As soon as the season's up. As soon as the, as soon, even before the way that she can't describe where they own homes makes me think that there is something sketchy. She's like, well, she told us right. She said that she her her grandmother because you know she's married to her grandfather that her grandmother left her daycares insurance companies oh that's a drug uh, business <laughs> that is, keep what going other, what other things like they have car dealerships too really? i think yes yeah, she said that in there, the was like, episode. Laundry there was money. like a handful of of things that she is so random about. none of them connect none of the sort the professional services touch one another i don't get it but i has a and a church and a church mm, that's the, yeah that's a front i know what mary doing okay but she's a nut though like at, at what point is it where we're feeding on a mental health crisis i i, I don't want to put that on anybody i'm not a doctor obviously but i feel like obviously there's something wrong with mary she's not all the way there she's she's a little nutty to me yeah. but at what point are we watching something that's that's not good, you know? Or just maybe she's developmentally not there. Like, I don't know if it's necessarily a mental health or just yeah. like some developmental. They're, you're right. There's something. She's an uncle fucker. It, it's grandpa, but yes. I'd rather be an uncle fucker than a grandpa fucker. What about you? I would rather do neither. But <laughs> yes, I understand the age difference is nope. far greater. So the end where we left off in Salt Lake City, like the next episode is a continuation of their... They took like a girl's trip to Vegas. Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Okay.
Now we are back for the St. Andy Award. Well, I think that we know exactly who deserved the St. Andy Award this week. In our mind, we saw house husband goals at an all-time high. I mean, we have seen some really great gentlemen come across this screen. Mauricio. Oh, Mauricio is the best. Yeah, he's the best. Oh, Juan Dixon, too, but we'll see how he, you know, plays up now that he's re-husbanded. That's true. But, um... There, you know, and Joe Gorga also loves and praises his woman. But we watched a moment this week where, I mean, I I think it was probably one of the more genuine marital scenes we had seen on Housewives um, because they were going through some real shit. I mean, he's out of town all the time. Oh, Coach Shaw. Coach Shaw. (laughs) Coach Shaw. Yes. He's out of town all the time. Jen just lost her dad. She was having a real visceral response to it all. And she gets to, if, I don't, I don't know what, I don't know any job that would, like, make it okay for you to miss your father-in-law's funeral. Yeah. Like, what, what job? He's a football coach. I don't know. That's not enough for me. I don't he made up for it in this scene. I think so. he's on the path to. He listened. He apologized. He promised to do better. He made her feel better and like really tried to put himself in her shoes. You could see he was truly empathetic, yeah. wanted to know how he could fix it, what he had done and how he could do better in the future. And like, that's all you can do in those moments. And he meant it so much. He did. I just take notes, guys fellas it was beautiful it was really like i said a beautiful beautiful moment i still don't like him are we talking about uh jen's husband oh jen's husband okay i do like jen's husband who are you gonna come in i here thought we, i thought we were talking about say, no i, I like thought we were talking man. about a different guy um okay. uh young girl uh big forehead light skin uh, talk to like? no talk to her mother talk to his mother-in-law crazy Oh, Ralph. Ralph. I can't stand him. He would never. Oh, my God. Okay. Although. I thought y'all, I thought y'all were praising Ralph for a minute. There. No, <laughs> yeah, <not>. thank you. <laughs> But no, Jen's husband's awesome. I, I like his fashion. Um, Sharif. He, he can dance. Where's he coach? Utah, Utah. something. The University of Utah, I think. Football? Yeah. Nice. Okay. He does a lot of recruitment stuff. That's why he's always out of town. Mm. But Go Spiders. What? What? Go Spiders. Is that what they are? Yeah. The Utah Spiders? Yeah. No. I have no idea. (laughs) You seem really confident, but I... That is terrifying. It would strike fear in my heart. I wouldn't want to go up against the Utah Spiders. They're big out there. (laughs) All right. So what should we have Desmond watch next week? I have ideas, but why don't you all... Let us know. What do you want him to listen to? And this way it'll be your idea and not ours. I love interactivity. Audience interactivity. This is thrilling. Yeah. We get to see how many people are actually listening. Uh, <laughs> what a shout out. I know. <laughs> um, so anyway, connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at Boy Meets Bravo to give us some ideas of what Desmond should watch next week. Also check out Creative Geniuses Network, which is uh, the podcast network that Desmond is the founder of and the uh, network that we create under. There's really a podcast for every kind of listener there. So thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye.